Welcome in, everybody, to the West Side Sports Podcast. It is January 5th, 2024. This is an emergency podcast. I enjoy these, these podcasts. I've been looking and waiting for the time to do so, and we've got some juicy, juicy details. First of all, welcome in. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I am your host, Dakota Esri. Welcome in to today's podcast. You can find me on Twitter X at PNW Professor. You can find me there. Um, if you are looking for more content, I am in the process of creating a Patreon. We'll be getting more into that here in the upcoming weeks as we get closer towards the project finishing. But enough of the uh, edging around the bush, beating around the proverbial bush. We have a trade, a legit finalized trade. The Seattle Mariners have traded starting pitcher Robbie Ray to a San Francisco Giants. And we are, we are getting back. None other than Mitch Haniger and Anthony DiScalfani. For those of you who do not know much about DiScalfani, I will get some more details and info here in just a minute. But first off, I want to just make something known very clear. For those of you who people, you know who you are on X, who I've been in a battle with all day or since this news broke. There are health concerns about Mitch Haniger and both of these guys, which I will get into here in a little bit. But I want, again, we are allowed as fans, as Mariner fans, to rejoice, to be excited, to be jubilant, right? Pardon my French, because we haven't done a fucking thing all offseason besides for trade people away. And I'm calling out one Dave Softy. On a KJR Hammer, dude, you need to just shut up. Stick to what you do best, your football, get your little Huskies, have your radio station pay for you to do everything, and just shut up when it comes to baseball because you don't know jack shit. It's a fact. You're just as bad as Mad Dog Russo. You are. And I have no problem slandering somebody who works for a radio, radio um, company in our state. I don't give a damn. You want to know why? Because you have 117,000 followers. I do my research, okay? And your posse, your clan behind you that's like, oh, we'll be lucky if Mitch Hanger even plays seven games, let alone 70. That's always ever played for the organization most time is 70. You know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Mitch Hanger has had some health issues. But again, if you want to just poo-poo and hate and crap all over the people who are excited and want something to, re- to rejoice about... Go, go, go screw off, man. Go, go, go follow the Rockies. You know, go follow, go buy a Chris Bryant jersey. You know, go, you know, go, go be a fan of Pittsburgh. Go be a fan of Milwaukee, who are selling off the teams. They ain't gonna do shit. If you want to just talk crap, because you want to talk crap, take your Mariner stuff, give it to somebody who actually gives a damn, and shut the hell up. Because I'm so sick and tired of people being like, Oh, well, if you don't recognize the bare facts and you're just a stupid fan. No, I'm the fan that's willing to put my emotions on my sleeve because I actually give a damn about this baseball team. I'm not one of these bandwagon fans that shows up when they win like six, seven games in a row and try to act like that they're trying to be something that that they're not. Just shut the hell up. Honestly. Because it gets to a point where I'm sitting here addressing this and wasting three plus minutes of my podcast. To you idiots, you scoundrels, you morons, okay? And I'm not usually this pointed and this heated about people that piss me off. But you know, it's like literally, 
These are the same people who were like, oh, look at stupid Jerry trading away Suarez. Look at stupid Jerry for trading away Kellenic. Look at stupid Jerry, blah, 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 blah. And then Jerry actually attempts to make additions to supplement this roster to fill the holes. And the first thing out of your freaking hole below your nose is, oh, we'll be lucky if you play seven games. Just shut the hell up. Go touch some grass. And go join a fan base that I'm sure will be taking you in with wide open arms. Get out of the... Just leave. Just just leave. Don't ever come back to the PNW. I'm so sick and tired of people being like so negative about this whole thing. Just for once, you bunch of jabronis. Do your research before you open your mouth. That's what I want to start. We're starting off the podcast with that today. It's going to be hot. It's going to be heavy. It's going to be emotional. And I love all of it. Because these are my favorite podcasts to make. Where I can just seriously just say, hey, look. This is awesome. This is a good day for Mariners fans. And a lot of you are asking, well, are you going to cover the second possible trade? No. I'm not going to cover it until it's finalized, until it's officially known by the organization. I'm not going to talk anything about the Caballero and Lucarelia deal. I want to. Believe me, I want to. But until that deal is announced, we're not going to get into that right now. Here's what you need to know about the trade, the financials, the money, trading hands, what to expect. Okay? <coughs> Sorry. I'm still battling, battling this cold. It's kicking my ass. Robbie Ray is due $72 million over the next three years, and that includes an opt-out year after year three, which would be next year. So essentially, the Mariners got two players for the price of one. The money is going to even out. San Francisco is going to send $3 million to the Mariners to literally make this an even wash of money. Now, where the money implications get interesting is next year and years beyond with Robbie Ray's contract, because... Let's see if I, if I can do my math here quickly. 72 divided by 3 is 24, roughly, give or take. Rough, roughly. I know my math isn't great. Bear with me, okay? So you're saving $24 million against the cap for the next two years. Does this mean we could see a free agency deal? I doubt it. Um, unless they're going to backload the deal. I, I don't know where exactly that, that's going to go with. But this is they are clearing up money for the upcoming seasons and i'm not going to get into rsn shit i've talked about that at nauseum if you want to hear about that go back a couple of podcasts okay but the now the numbers on hanniger are not great okay 211 at bats last year 209 batting average six dingers 28 ribs 631 ops it's not good i understand it it's not good but he went to San Francisco and got hurt right out of the gate, and he just had issues getting back to his form, and that's sometimes what the battle with Mitch Hanniger is. But that's part of the of the Mitch Hanniger dice roll, is the ability to look at <clears throat> excuse me the whole perspective, the whole pie, right? Don't just say, oh, well, we got Mitch Hanniger, and he's 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 a likelihood to get hurt, and we'll just see what happens, right? He is. You are taking away one leader in the locker room with Robbie Ray. You are supplementing that with Mitch Hanniger. That is something that cannot be undervalued or overstated, period. Because it's so critical to have a, a man in the locker room that demands the respect of every single player in that locker room. Mitch Hanniger works his ass off. He works harder than almost anybody else. He was the reason why Jared Kelnick was trying to push harder. It was Mitch Hanniger, right? God bless you, Jared. 
We had, a, we had a vacancy inside the outfield. Now it's partially filled. I say partially for a reason because we don't know what else is coming down the proverbial pipeline. But Mitch Haniger, the Messiah, as I call him, the patron saint of dingers, the definition of clutch. Like, he is, to me, one of the clutchest Mariners of all time that I've watched. When it when the moment was highest, when the when the chaos was on the precipice of boiling over the stovetop or like over the pot and onto the stovetop, Mitch Hanger handled it every single time. He's a champion. The man ruptured a testicle for this organization and battled back to become the champion. He is. He is a hardworking fucking man. He is. And I and I I know that there's a lot of people going to be like, dude, you're just literally repeating yourself. But I am for a reason because the valued importance of this man cannot be stated enough. There isn't another person that you could another ex-Mariner you could have brought to this organization that would have had more hype than Mitch Haniger. Because Mitch Haniger is beloved in this organization by this city, by the fan base. Because he did everything. He kept his mouth shut. He called out the organization in the, in the Players' Tribune. He is the leader that I believe. You, you you get him in here, right? He's here now, right? And you go get Carlos Santana. I love well, what we're doing. I love the leadership we are bringing to this team by bringing in established guys that know the city, that know the team, that know the fan base, and they know the freaking ballpark. Okay, so that's Hanager's stats, okay? Anthony DiSclafani, for those of you who do not know, he was a Cincinnati, former Cincinnati Red, uh, has been with San Francisco for a handful of years now. He's going to be your end-of-rotation starter. He's got a five-pitch mix. He's got a he's a heavy sinker ball guy. He's going to induce a lot of ground ball contact. He's not a strikeout guy. You know, a strikeout dominant guy, excuse me. He's going to give you probably anywhere between a four, Four one five and a four three ERA, which in current context that'll do for end of rotation. That's fine. If you want to put him inside the bullpen for a long arm to save maybe uh to you know to give more rest for Wu for Hancock for Miller, go ahead. It's a great depth plan because before today, ladies and gentlemen, the number of the, the like our number six and seven starting pitching depth is Darren was Darren McCacken and Darren Bowden. And most of you guys say, who the hell is Darren Bowden? He's a double-A kid. Interesting pitch mix. He's really, really developing well within the, the organization. But he's not going to be here probably till next year at the earliest, right? And that's really shooting the gap on that one. But Dietz Clafani is a veteran. He's due $12 million this year. It's not a ton of money. It's comparatively speaking for what we've seen with other guys inside of this market. Lucas G. Giolito, which for me is probably about the same value. Giolito may be a tick better than Disclafani, but Giolito got $18 million. And we got Disclafani for 12 <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. I'm trying not to stuff or cough for you guys. Apologies. This deal benefits the Mariners. The Mariners are a better team today now than they were beforehand yes you lose a stalwart and a locker room guy in presence with Robbie Ray but you are bringing and supplementing that with Mitch with Mitch Haniger you're not gonna lose much you're really not and Di Scalfani 
he could really be a fun project. Who knows? Maybe we give him to our guys, and they start to give him a driveline. He starts ticking up a couple miles per hour. Who the hell knows? I also know the fact that the Mariners have looked lightly, keyword lightly, at Dallas Keuchel because Dallas Keuchel has also been a bit at driveline. I'm not saying that every person that goes to driveline is going to be the interest of the Mariners, but when you're in the city, you're close. The organization keeps a try, an eye and a, and a tab on what's going on at driveline. These are good things to come. Good things are coming. The other deal that I said I'm not going to, to talk about, the deal that's been speculated between the Rays and the Mariners before Jose Caballero and Luke Rayleigh, there is nothing. And as I say this, I'm going to check Twitter right now to make sure I'm not missing anything for you guys. Apologies. Just bear with me. So, Because I, I want to make sure I'm on top of everything for you guys. I don't want to miss anything. And it doesn't look like I nothing. Okay, let's see here. So, this is from Jeff Passan. Funny enough, two minutes ago, the trade that will send outfielder Luke Rayleigh to the Mariners and infielder is now done. Caballero is in play to start at shortstop for the race. Ken, wow. I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, this is massive. Okay, okay. So, I guess now I, we're going to keep talking. We're going we're, we're, we're to keep going. Um, Luke Rayleigh. Okay. I know this is not the greatest like prep job ahead of time, but I didn't know what exactly to look at this and stuff like that. Here's what we need to know. Luke Rayleigh is more club control. Luke Rayleigh is younger. Luke Rayleigh had uh, more club control than Jared Kelenic. Excuse me. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of Luke Rayleigh. Okay. Thank you for your, for your patience. These are the comparisons between Luke Rayleigh and Jared Kelenic. So please bear with me. Okay. 2.5 war for Rayleigh. This is from last season. Okay. Rayleigh, 2.5 war. Kelnick, 2. Games played, 118 for Rayleigh, 105 for Kelnick. 89 hits for Rayleigh, 94 for Kelnick. 19 home runs for Rayleigh, comparative 11. Okay. Um, batting average, Kelnick beats him by 4 points, 253 to 249. This is where it gets good. Okay. Rayleigh slugs, 490. OPS of 824, an OPS plus of 126. OPS standard is on-base percentage plus slugging. OPS plus is your WRC plus, essentially. Koenig was 327, 419, 746. Luke Rayleigh was, was essentially 80 points, <clears throat> 80 points better than Jared Koenig was last year. It's a great, it's a great place to build with for Jerry, for Justin, the fact that the Rays view Caballero as the replacement for Wander Franco this year is no shocker. Cabby has the ability to, to play shortstop. He just didn't do much for us. But this is a great move. This is a great a great deal for the organization. And the overall, what needs to be known is that the Mariners have added Luke Rayleigh has the ability to play first base. He is outfield and first base guy. I don't know what this means for Dom Canzone. I don't know what this Taylor Trammell probably means he's getting DFA'd. God bless you, Tacey Taylor. I hope nothing but the best for you, buddy. But Luke Rayleigh is a better player than Trammell, than Cade Marlowe, than Dom Canzone, than, um, uh, oh, for the love of the Lord. I'm sorry. I cannot pull up the last guy um, that I did. Man, this is embarrassing. I'm trying to pull a name right now, but I can't pull it. It'll come to me later. Anyways, the stats are, are, are such. The Mariners are a better team today on paper 
Zach Deloach was the name I was trying to think of. I knew it would come to me in a second. They're better. They're a better team now than they were previously, right? You brought in Hanniger. You brought in Dee Sclafani. You brought in Rayleigh. And you gave away, essentially, a Dylan Moore-esque player with club control for Caballero, right? I just am blown the fuck away that Jose Caballero is enough to get Luke Rayleigh. They must really love Jose Caballero. And Caballero, Cabby had a good season for us. It wasn't great. I'm going to miss his tenacity. I love his little, you know, a little mini war at, at the plate, you know, with like owning the strike zone and his little tenacity and his nastiness. I'm going to miss it. He's a good base stealer. He fits what the Rays are looking for. He does. This is a typical Tampa Bay Rays move. Nothing surprising me here, right? But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, the Mariners are a better team today, right now, than they were yesterday. And that's the best part of this of, of this whole thing, is that after all this patience, of all the downtime, and I think there's still more coming. I do. I think that they're going to go out and get another big bat. I do. Because Rayleigh is a good player. But I wonder if he's going to be enough for Jerry to say, we're good. Because it's not much of any money. You're literally just swapping salary between Caballero and Rayleigh. They make the same amount of money. Um, but the fact that you got all of that club control is a tantalizing thing. And I'm sure Jerry and Justin are pretty stoked that they got this deal done today. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. This is going to be, just like I said, just an abbreviated emergency pod. Um recommendation if you want something a little bit longer more details than what i can find because of my options and my websites to look at please give locked on mariners tight end gonzalez colby padno to listen the guy does a great job and i'm sure they'll be able to cover what i can't until then have a beautiful blessed day i'll see you guys later peace